0: john nelson i'm so glad that you were here on my podcast today
1: <laughs> you've got two of the top teams ever in the history of wins in high school football in the united yeah. states
0: that's Wild. like the price is right <laughs> qualifiers. my brain is exploding
1: say the secret word went hundred dollars that
0: was the, <laughs> secret <word. laughs> and
1: Dylan the secret word the secret word Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. Large device or small, video, audio, comma, both. The GPB Sports app, choice D, all the above. And it is the weekly version. We're back.
0: We're back weekly. We're back
1: weekly. And so, of course, we are in a no-dilly, no-dally zone because it's either week zero or week one. We'll get into that discussion (laughs) when we're done.
0: I still don't think we have figured that out in the seven years we've worked together, but... I'm gonna say happy week zero, everyone. High school football begins this week with some of the kickoff classics. We're gonna catch up with our friend Todd Holcomb, who's the founder and editor of the Georgia High School Football Daily. We are going to talk about players to watch, teams to watch, underdogs, and fun crystal ball predictions. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're holding Todd to all of these, is what we you're are. saying. We okay. Are.
0: John, give me a give me a quick crystal ball prediction
1: um let's see the team that scores the most points at the georgia <laughs> dome in each of the eight championship games is going to be a champion in 2023 how about you're
0: that? no fun let's bring on todd and wow <laughs> and todd i know it's always time for high school football when i start getting my 4 a.m. emails, GHSF Daily, uh-huh. ding,
1: ding.
0: Yeah. i got to remember to silence my phone now. Yeah, you do. So, Todd, welcome on. We're so excited to have you. Let's start with some of your crystal ball predictions, since I couldn't squeeze any out of John this year.
2: <laughs> hey, well, first of all, thanks for having me. I am I feel so great to be here on the first, you know, the first weekly Monday. Bat, Bat- and you know, yeah, The week of the first games, and to have me on is pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, so crystal ball, um, crystal ball picks. You know, I, I think a lot of the teams that were good last year are going to be good again. That's not really going out of limb. That that often happens. But that's I don't think I have. I don't think any of the defending champs are going to be terrible. I think they're all going to be pretty good. I think most of them might still be the favorite, or about at least half of them. So um, so do you want me to kind of go down the classes or what would you like for me to chat about first?
1: Let's let's do the the overarching thing, because I know that we look at seven a and it's like Buford because they have, mm-hmm. like, every top 100 prospect. They have yeah. 107 of the top 100 yeah. prospects That's a given. in all of 7A. Next, Hughes, we figure Hughes <laughs> is, is going to be really right there as one of the repeats in 6A. Oh, yeah. Can Ware County repeat in 5A? Can Benedictine repeat in Quad? That region with Cedar Grove, can they repeat in Triple? Double A with Fitzgerald and in Thompson. What is that going to look like? Class A.
0: So you did decide to give some crystal ball prediction. No, I'm just
1: no, I'm agreeing. Or are you no, just I'm stip-
0: answering for Todd. No, I'm
1: stipulating with with, with our champions and our runner ups last year. D one, you had, uh, you know, you had.
0: This was my question to Todd. I know, John. but
1: what I'm asking is in a follow up for you. Todd's mentioning okay, champs and runners uh. up. How many of these sixteen do you anticipate being in the last game of the year? Well, was that for me? <laughs> yeah, it was for you. Todd. Oh, I oh. Com- comma Todd. <laughs> the sixteen teams that finished, how many of those sixteen do you anticipate in the finals again this year?
2: Eleven point three. There you go. I like it. Yeah. I like the specific I think that's about right. That's, eleven is the over under. Okay. So so Actually, eleven. Actually it's probably over-under. yeah. It's probably closer to nine. But yeah. um but I like most all those teams. Okay, so in 7A, I mean, certainly Carrollton and Mill Creek, I think they could both come back. Everybody would think Carrollton because they've got this super sophomore quarterback, Juju Lewis. But Mill Creek has as much high-end talent as they had last year. They, they don't have Caleb Downs, but, I mean, they don't have the quarterback. But otherwise, just they probably have as much talent. You know, the problem is Buford. So, you know, <laughs> they can, both those teams have to get through there. So Hughes and Gainesville in 6A got them ranked 1-2. Uh, Ware County and um Warren Robbins have got them one three. I think Ware and that that 5A is really more wide open, um, because Ware is rebuilding a little bit yeah. as well. But I don't think there's any team that really stands out really far. So if Ware or Warren Robbins made the final again, that wouldn't be surprised. Benedictine, big favorite to win again, their third straight 4A. And uh, I mean, I think Cedar Town will be down, you know, they had a really good. Team, they're not always up there just you know had a really good run so they they might have a tough time cedar Grove, i think they're always you know they're number one they were the runner-up last year to sandy creek sandy creek is probably rebuilding more than most any of the, the state champions so i'm not going to predict them to be back in the final but i think they're a top 10 team it was fitzgerald and thompson i've got them one three fitzgerald's there every year yep. thompson again kind of like uh Cedartown or maybe like Sandy, Sandy Creek, you know, they had a, a little bit of a, you know, just a big year that they have every now and then, but I think they'll, I think they'll be good again. Prince Avenue Christian, the defending champ, they're ranked number one. I've got Swainsboro too. So I think they can both get back. And then I've got Bowden and Schleig, you one and two in the, in the division two, So I think they can get back. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think they can, you know, almost all of them except for two or three. 11.3.
1: We're going with that answer.
0: Well, yeah. I declared myself the host of this podcast, and John, you are also a guest. Okay, so now my answers are my questions are going to be to you too. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go you first, John. Yeah. So on the flip side of this, uh-huh. who is a good underdog? Ooh. Somebody that could just slip into the playoffs, get into the championships that you would never think. Oh, so, boy. John, you go first. See, I and wish then I had my bracket. and then John, you ask Todd.
1: Well, i uh, hey, tell you what. I'm going to filibuster. I'm going to ask Todd first so I can look <sighs> at
2: my brackets.
0: Ooh, okay. Todd, underdog.
2: Well, you know, I haven't looked at brackets, and that's a real key to it. <laughs> so, John's smart to look ahead. So, I haven't really looked at how those the, the matchups would play out. The only one that a lot of people, uh, and this is not a big secret if you're following it close, but I, I think a lot of people, uh, their eyes were open when we had like five preseason All-State guys from Hiram. You know, I mean, Hiram didn't make the yeah. playoffs last year. And they got they got four guys in the top 100 recruits this year. Um And they had a good team last year. I think they beat Calhoun, or it was Cartersville, one or the other. And they upset them, but really tough region. They wound up, you know, falling into fifth. But, you know, they could be really good. And they've never really made any noise. And another team in that region is Cass. Um They've always been in the shadow of Cartersville. And they're really good. I mean, uh, Cass and Hiram have more... And their top five players are probably better than the top five players at Calhoun and Cartersville, these traditional state powers in that region. Um, now, whether they have the depth to get it done, that remains to be seen. But those are two teams you don't regularly see, their, see or talk about that can make a big run. Okay, I'll go
1: AD2. I'll give you two. The way that the brackets could fall out, Aquinas and Early County.
0: Ooh.
1: Aquinas with uh, James Leonard, who... Uh, took over, He's one of, he was one of the youngest head coaches at the time when he took over to Aquinas. If the bracket falls a certain way, I think that you could see teams like Aquinas and Early County out of the bottom of that bracket and AD2 make their way to the final four. There.
0: Great answer, John. There you Thank go. Thank you. Okay, moving right along. So, Todd, you guys are putting to get together a Georgia Power 100, 10 players from each position, the best in the state. It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody on that list but is there a player or a few players that you have your eye on that you're really excited about this
2: season Mm, well I mean let's see I think you know a lot of it's just the usual suspects that people talk about but I think the most interesting thing about the top players this year is just the the really the number of really good quarterbacks Mm -hmm. um which kind of runs in Cycles although you know it just seems like Georgia has more of them in the last 10 years than they did you know 10 20 years ago but um but you know you've got Aaron Nolan who's a five star going to Ohio State you know you've got Juju Lewis at Carrollton that I mentioned before he he arguably is the number one recruiter in the country of any class and he's just a sophomore and then in Savannah alone you've got you know Jake Merklinger um you've got uh, Luke Cromanhawk who are Cromanhawk is at um Benedictine and clingers is at Calvary Day, and uh, they're both you know, top 10 quarterbacks in the country. And then you got all those, and then you throw in the number one recruit in the country, just happens to move in, Dylan Raoul at Beaufort. So, I mean, there's never been so many good quarterbacks like that. Um, we got two five-stars, so, you know, that's really strong. I'll give you another quarterback real quick.
0: Pop quiz. Oh. Pop quiz. Sure. Dylan Rayola was the keyword for the pop quiz.
1: Oh, it was? Yep. Oh, okay. So we got so say, we got a
0: pop quiz to so hold your quarterback.
1: Say the secret word, win $100. That that's was
0: $100. The, secret <laughs> the secret
1: word. Dylan Raiola was <laughs> the secret word. Give you another quarterback who uh, who I think oh. in our conversation with Darren Alford mm-hmm. uh, down at Sly, mm-hmm. Jake Kenazawa. Ooh, yes. In the the I make totally that kid agree. in the make that kid an offer category, Jake Kenazawa for his senior season and that's why I think is going to make another deep run of the playoffs if not Play for another state championship game. I agree with Todd in his eleven point three that Sly will be one of those eleven point threes chasing after a championship again. Great. Yeah, he was.
2: He was really. Yeah, he was really impressive in the in the state finals. And Sly, I, they were our number one team last year, and they didn't quite get it done because Bowden was so good. But I, they, and they've never won a state title, so it'd be fun if they had another opportunity. And we, they have two guys uh, on our Georgia Power. 100. That's not the quarterback you mentioned, although he could have easily made it as well. But Jay Lewis Solomon and Satan Walker, who um, I believe are related, they may be stepbrothers, but um, they're both really good and both play both ways offense and defense. And I uh, mean, you know, Walker's like a major, he's like a top 10 national recruit, he's just a junior. You know, and Solomon is a really good receiver. He had over 1,000 yards receiving, and then he plays defense as well. Yes. I mean, you got to remember, too, we we're talking about a little school, you know, 300 students down there with these three big name players. So they, you know, they'll probably get back to the dome or to the dome. I mean, they didn't, we didn't have a dome last year, but they could
1: be there. Yeah. Uh, Jaleus Solomon recently uh, declared for Auburn.
0: So, nice. So the boss
1: was happy about that. Yes. One. Yeah.
0: More eagle. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get to our pop quiz Uh-oh. since you said. Dylan, Dylan Rayola
1: said Dylan the secret word. I don't so, know.
0: to be the number one recruit in the entire country, yeah. how rare is that? How big is that? Here's my question. Okay. So you know, football is the most popular sport in high school. How many high schoolers play football? So you can give me a ballpark number. Think about all of the high schools across the entire country. How okay. many players? Do you think? And no googling, Todd. No, no, no. No googling, John. No, 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 no. no. But I have an sure. exact number from Google, like an exact, like an exact number. Right. Which obviously it's not hundred percent accurate. All right. But um, I've got a ballpark. So range.
1: twenty-one two fifty times fifty. Uh, I will say one million twenty-five thousand.
0: Okay, Todd. What do you think?
2: He used a calculator.
0: That's not fair.
1: Let's see. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you my rationale for my number okay, when we're done.
0: Yeah. Well, let Todd answer, John. I am. I'm, I'm going to say it's
2: 8,000. No, I'm sorry. It's 826,514. 826,514.
0: Wow. Okay. Great guess.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So I said a 1,025,000. Okay.
0: So what's your rationale?
1: All right. So if you think of, say, the state of Georgia, 425 schools, average okay. roster size of 50 because okay. some are larger than 50, some are smaller than 50. Okay. 425 times 50, times 50 again, puts it at like a million fifty thousand or something like that. And so I trimmed some and so it's like a it was over a million, not quite a million one. So I trimmed from there and came up with a million twenty five thousand.
0: Somehow, John has finally gotten the pop quiz question correct. What? Yes.
1: No way. Yes.
0: And there's a, there's a second part to this. So hold on. Google says 1,023,908. Oh. 908, John. So they, they basically say 1,024,000. You were only 1,000 off. Wow, man, that's, that's, that's wild. like the
1: Price is Right <laughs> qualifier. My brain is
0: exploding that you did that math. S-
1: well, no, I, did, I had a calculator to do the math, but I kind of trimmed from the numbers, so that was my rationale. Okay,
0: second part of the question. Okay. So then how many players participate in college football?
1: Now, okay, so are we talking all levels or Division One?
0: You know, John, don't overcomplicate it
1: because you're you're adding up division one college division football. two division three NAIA so that's four separate divisions sure of now how what was the, what was our number of college uh high school athletes
0: football players yeah
1: 1,024,000. so so
0: Jen how many play in college ball I do not have the breakdown three
1: hundred three hundred
0: sixty five thousand maybe maybe this isn't Todd what do you think
1: Hannah's having us do well, math. Well, I'm going to use week. my calculator now. <laughs>
2: uh, am I thirty thousand? No, it's got to be more than that. Yeah, I can't use a calculator. I think there's seven thousand in Georgia alone.
1: Yeah. So former
2: Georgia players.
1: So if you multiply that by fifty, it's three fifty. But not every state has the same number of schools.
2: No, yeah, and probably not nearly as much. Really, Georgia's way out there. They're probably in the top, you know, five. Yeah. Okay, so what's your number?
0: So this is this Google. is all classifications, my answer okay is all divisions. All
1: right, so what's your number, Todd? Um 140,000. And I said 325.
0: Todd was way closer. Okay. Google says 96,360. Because we should always
1: trust the Google machine.
0: It's a it's a it's a page with okay. facts to right. back this stuff up. It's a
1: page with facts. It's not just she total
0: says. chaos. Okay. Okay. Well, Nin- so, so ninety six thousand. So, so you got one right. Todd got the second one right. He was closest. I got to the mine
1: pick. within a thousand of the largest
2: number of yeah.
0: the two. That's crazy. So, <clears throat> I'll make
2: a point. I'm going to give a I'm going to give a shout out to a guy named Steve Slay, Ooh. who every year he he researches all the college rosters and determines how many are from Georgia, and it's usually around seven thousand or so. So out of that oh. whatever 95 or so, I mean roughly 7% oh. or more 8% are from Georgia. All right. So, so the ho- odds of a
0: high school player playing in college are about 9.4% or 1 in 11. Okay. So there's our pop quiz moving along.
1: All right. So all right, so host, what's next on your mind for Todd?
0: Big storylines. So I know you're putting together a preseason all-state list, Todd, but what do you guys have coming up? What are the big storylines that you were following?
2: Well, I think um, one interesting thing this weekend is going to be um, the, the testing of instant replay yeah. in the uh, Corky-Kell Classic Games Saturday and the Mercedes-Benz because the Georgia High School Association in the offseason decided to adopt the rule that they would use limited uh, video review just for the championship games only. Um, so it'll be fun to see how that goes, although it'll just be this weekend to get a little taste of it, and then we'll have to wait till December to see how that plays out so that's something different um and uh yeah that's that's one big thing the other thing is I mean I people get tired of talking about Buford I know they're probably not the most popular team in the state but they keep making news you know with Dylan Roer moving in they were already probably going to be the number one team so I think it's going to be really fascinating and interesting to see you know how they do and they're playing a, a team this this week they're opening against st francis and maryland i think both teams are in the top 10 nationally so everybody will be keeping an eye on that
1: she turns her head to me so i guess it's my turn to answer mm-hmm. all Story right storylines,
0: john storylines
1: i think that to todd's point about georgia teams playing nationally and how they fare in these national games i mean this weekend you've got two of the top teams ever in the history of wins in high school football in the United yeah. States, Valdosta playing Massillon at Massillon. And it was a great one we had Shelton Felton on to talk about how that game came to pass. And all of these uh, interstate classics that we're having that can sit there and say, OK, well, Georgia fared well against so-and-so, didn't fare well against so-and-so. I mean, Creekside's playing modern day on Labor Day weekend. Wow, yeah. <laughs> And, and and I got to catch up with Mo, with uh, with Mo Dixon to ask him uh, Maurice about this one, and it's like, how did this one come to pass? And it's like, yeah, I want to chal- challenge, I want to challenge, I want to challenge my team. So when you got Creekside playing modern day, and when you got you know Valdosta and Massillon, and when you've got Buford playing, who they're playing the the South Georgia Classic that's down there, it's going to be interesting for me to see how the state of Georgia fares in these matchups that are in the non-region schedule.
0: Well, this was fun. This was a great preview. John Nelson, I'm so glad that you were here on to my podcast today. (laughs) Todd Holcomb, as always, we love having you on. See, this is what happens when Hannah hosts.
1: She just takes over, (laughs) puts me right into the guest spot.
0: We are taking notes. So we are going to circle back on all of this come December Uh and see... Who was most accurate for more oh, it's Todd. golden stars?
1: Todd gets more golden stars because he's <laughs> got to be the most accurate in all of this. It isn't going to be me. Oh, a uh, quick plug before you go, Todd. Yes. For those that uh, would need to subscribe to the Georgia High School Football Daily, how do they do it?
2: Well, I would suggest finding us online, com. And um, that's a website. But remember that our newsletter is, our, is really our product, We which you can get every morning in an email where you can read it all in one nice page. <clears throat> but um, you can sign up for that. And one other quick thing I'll plug since Georgia, since uh, GPB Sports does such a outstanding job of covering these state championship games, we're we doing a feature that is online. That is, we're counting down the 100 greatest. George high school or GHSA championship games in history from 100 to number one, which will appear just before the first championship games this year. I think we're on about 87 or something. And and you guys have probably seen quite a few of these games over these last few years. As Hannah thanks turns to the, to the right and looks at me, going, Yeah, <laughs> the last Nelson's probably 75 seen
0: 75 years. Yeah. John knows all of it. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. After yeah, seeing all of them, 75 years of covering things. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. John's
0: 75 years of coverage here <laughs> yes. at GCB Sports.
1: Correct. But uh, no, Todd, <laughs> thanks as always for hanging out with us here on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. And uh, we're going to catch up with you. Remember, these are set in stone, written in pen. Uneraseable. When we come back in December, you will prove once again that you are a better man than I when it comes to predictions.
2: Hey, thanks for having me on. This is always a lot of fun. I need a co host.
0: Hey, well,
2: don't have too fun.
0: I know a few right here.
2: Get Chip in the door. Get
1: get Chip to hang out with you when you're doing this kind of thing. Yeah, we should do one together. You're right. I'm not talking to The tag team championship with Chip and Todd and, and you and me. There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, be good, dude. We really appreciate it.
2: Hey, thanks as always. All right, Take care. Catch thanks, up soon. God. Bye-bye.
0: So thank you, John, for being on the podcast today. Anytime.
2: Well. It's
1: great to be a guest right. on your podcast, Hannah. It's
0: Just so insightful, so full of good information. Right. We're, we're so lucky to have you.
1: From the 75 years that I've covered <laughs> high school football and have all the answers.
0: You do have a few more gray hairs this year.
1: Thanks for the comment on that.
0: But you don't look 75 yet, so no, you, I, look, you look young for your age.
1: I look young for 75. <laughs> you see how the, yeah. See, she gets to look, oh, for those so of you sorry, that are watching everyone. the video version, uh, yeah, she's gonna she gets to look straight at the temples, and yes, the temples are, are getting uh, a little on the gray side. I haven't side.
0: found any gray hairs yet. I'm still looking. I'm still looking. I might have a few in there. You see how this but I goes? Haven't, I haven't seen any, for sure. No, she's never seen any. Okay, let's wrap this puppy up. Sure. So today, like you said, is the first of our weekly podcast for the rest of the season through December. We know everybody has just been dying to hear us weekly. (laughs) I mean, I know. I mean, I get messaged daily asking why there's not more Hannah and John.
1: Well, I thought you were just going to say that you get messaged every day sitting there going, why there isn't more Hannah.
0: (laughs) You're in, you're involved in that too, John, as the um, as the
1: guest here on the yes, Football Fridays in yes. Georgia podcast.
0: Um, kidding, kidding. So that that's happening. We will be having our weekly blogs mm-hmm. starting next week. Yep. I will be doing player interview zooms just like normal. The Make That Kid an Offer segment will now air at halftime. Everybody, yeah. so join me for halftime of each Football Friday in Georgia game to see who we nominate for Make That Kid an Offer. Our very first game will be Friday, September first. Mm-hmm. We are not doing a full season this year. We are doing most of the season. So that will begin Friday, September 1st, and we will be announcing that game very, very, very soon.
1: So you're saying it's very soon?
0: Very soon. Okay,
1: very soon for the announcement. September 1st all the way through to the championships at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Looking forward to that. And looking forward to being here on a weekly basis for the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast where we can tour the state and let everybody know what's going on with some of the best guests and the best coaches here in the business.
0: And as you know, follow us on social media at GBB Sports on all of the platforms because we are putting out all of the coach interviews that we have done. I mean, all it's over 70. S- yeah, over 70. We don't interviews. have the official number yet, but we have. High school football media days from all over the state, plus our Zuma Palooza, where we talk to 35 coaches right here on Zoom. So look for all of those on social media because there's some really funny stuff. And And? we dropped two bonus podcast episodes. So if you're listening to this one, look back at the last two on wherever you get your podcasts, Mm -hmm. and it's all the funny stories from Zuma Palooza. And some of these stories are (laughs) wild from coaches. Like you just can't make this up straight from the coach's mouth. So go back and listen to the bonus episodes. And I hope we can do more of those in the future.
1: Well, and when we also have coaches that will tell you the same story and it turns into like a Kurosawa movie (laughs) and you get the, the different versions and they're telling you the same story. No contact between the two coaches to share the story. You're asking coaches separately and they give you the same story and you get different versions of it. Very, very cool stuff.
0: All right. Well, <clears throat> yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast.
1: Okay, here. so who's behind the glass?
0: <laughs> You've got this part. Oh, I do? Jake Thank- the Snake is in there. Let's
1: see. Jake the Snake, uh, Ambassador James. Jeremy was. James King James J- is, King in, there. James is I don't, in there. I
0: don't remember what you call everybody. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. I think that's it. I think, I think it's just Jake and James.
1: Okay, so it's so. Uh, Ambassador Jeremy was here, but now he's not. And it's Jake the Snake and King James. For all of them. For all of us here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for hanging out with us for another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. We'll catch up with you again next week. Play safe, everybody. We'll see you soon.